0: tonight on hops and box office flops and there will be beer there will be beer when the people of the world want it so badly that their governments will have no choice but to give it to them i just wish you could all see the hops the way that i see them because when you really look at it it's just one grain hops and box office
1: flops a place where we can celebrate the underdog films, the bombs, the disasters, the much-maligned movies that have drowned in their infamy. So please sit back, grab a beer, and enjoy the show.
0: Hello and welcome back. This is our 202nd episode of Hops and Box Office Flops. We are the internet's premier podcast for bad movies and mostly good beer. Tonight, we continue our look at hops that make you say, WTF, with a true franchise killer, Superman 4, the quest for peace. And there will be no peace on this pod, for there was no peace in Superman 4.
1: There was no joy in Smallville. (laughs) Yeah. For
0: Superman struck out. The mighty Clark has struck out. I am your superheroic host, the Thunderous Wizard, and along with me tonight for this titan-sized brawl are the pod's personal Sergeant Porkins, Chopsilla.
2: The more fear you make, the more loot you take.
0: Oh yeah. Tell him, Porkins. Uh, we've got Lex Luthor's asshole nephew, Bling Blake. If anyone's
1: a freako around here, it's gotta be me.
0: True. And uh the man who I've always considered the Dutch elm disease of my friend tree, Captain Cash.
1: guys it's it's really hard to open a beer can with these long nails. Oh
2: yeah, don't 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 uh, damage that manicure.
0: I warned you about the press-ons prior to the pot.
1: who who wore them better? Nuclear man or sabertooth? uh
0: well, oh. nuclear man because his hands weren't rubber as well.
2: So that's what that <laughs> I hate to say it, but I got to give the nod to nuclear man. That's got true. to. Plus, he, yeah. he had
0: some really potent press on powers. And, so.
1: hey, yeah. When he scratches poison. it leaves like a laser. Yeah. yeah those are a some laser nasty wound. scratches. That's a, yeah. way worse than a regular scratch.
0: That is mm-hmm. a love wound if I've ever seen one. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, points of order, you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hops and BO Flops. Uh, Superman 4 is available to stream on max. But you better hurry, because like the canon group, Zazlav is slashing costs and selling shit on the cheap like an octogenarian at a garage sale. So who knows where poor Superman might end up. Could be Listen, anywhere. Listen, can't
1: take it with you. I can't,
0: mm. nope. Uh, of course, I own all the Superman movies. Um, if you own the, the set, it has this through Superman Returns. Oddly enough, they never created a set with Man of Steel in it. But you know, whatever. Also, Superman Returns is sort of adjacent to these movies, but
2: kind of. I mean,
0: no, it's it's a continuation
1: of two, not of three
2: or four.
0: Yeah, they basically say three or four don't exist, which is honestly probably the right point of view. Mm. Uh, so let's talk beer tonight. We are drinking Sol, uh, which is a bright and refreshing lager born in the heart of Mexico in 1899. Uh, considering this film's plot hinges on Superman launching nukes into the sun, I thought it fit. You know, which, plus I was just in Mexico,
2: so seems the sun in this film appears to be just as close as the moon, if not closer.
0: There's a lot of things that happen in this movie. Uh, people, yeah, let's not people bitch about breathing in
2: space.
1: Yeah, if we're uh, gonna bitch about the science.
0: A man flies. Uh, I, I He also re you know he he, he reassembles the, the great
1: wall of china with his
0: breath listen there's nothing that says <laughs> superman can't do that he changes the uh rotation of the moon at one point well, by several degrees he <laughs> well, moves the moon he just well, pushes it
2: well but to be fair he does turn back time by reversing the earth's rotation in the first movie so I i've always yeah. interpreted
1: of that as he flew so fast as to go back in time so from our perspective it looks like the earth is turning uh, backwards that's just him going back in time that's just
0: him going back in time that yeah, is that, him, that's yes.
1: my explanation <laughs> sure, for it any other barrier. any other option hurts my brain too much uh, I'm just saying. but again the physics man set flies
2: up, yeah. yeah well the physics set up by the first film definitely is uh exploited in this fourth one Yes,
0: I will let's say call it that.
1: Exploited mm-hmm. is a good word.
0: The tagline for Superman the movie was "You'll believe a man can fly." Well, by Superman Four, "You'll believe a man can hang from his underwear on a harness."
1: Uh, to pour I fact. believe a man can glam.
0: Oh hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Mark Pillow on the Down Low should have been the an American Gladiator. He's got all the prerequisites: feathers, hair, like, check. Yeah, yeah. He's, He's like flamboyant 6'8". outfit, check.
1: Just saying, Bo's nuclear
0: check. man. <laughs> so, anyways, Soul, uh, like this movie, uh, has a disappointing ABV of 4.5. So, Captain Cash disapproves of both. Boo. Yeah. Um, I will say this Soul's a harmless Mexican lager. It's easily a three beer movie. One, because you could probably never get drunk drinking them in three movies. So, there you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's well, like, I got to oh... spend my
1: calories in different ways
2: yeah it's like all the worst parts of corona uh,
0: is there i mean is there a good part of corona <laughs> Well, yes, there is. is
1: and you know what it is it's family yeah, yeah. fuck you guys for <laughs> not having me on for fast 10
0: i went and saw that thing <laughs> god damn it apparently you don't love family enough
1: uh, apparently well it's i was drinking soul as opposed to corona the whole yeah. time mm-hmm. so
0: superman 4 was directed by sydney j fury director of iron eagle as well as a Bunch of straight to TV movies and other 80s B movie stuff. He replaced Wes Craven, who apparently butted heads with Christopher Reeve. I will say it right now Wes Craven would have figured out how to make this movie work.
2: I mean, he made Swamp Thing work.
0: He's done more with less money, that is. I mean, Mm -hmm. considering the price of Nightmare on Elm Street, the price of Swamp Thing, he would have figured this out because. As we'll get into in a minute, this movie's supposed production budget was not delivered upon by a canon group. Um, mm. It's you don't say, yeah, <laughs> it stars Christopher Village of the Damned Reeve as Superman, Gene Little Bill Hackman as Lex Luthor, Mark My Pillow as Nuclear Man, a game appearance from Margot Kidder as Lois Lane, John Ducky Cryer as Lenny, Mariel Hemingway as Lacey Warfield. And a host of familiar franchise faces like Jackie Cooper as Perry White, Mark McClure as Jimmy Olsen, and some others. Uh, Oh, and our our boy Jim Broadbent makes an appearance along with fellow Indiana Jones alum William Hootkins, aka Sergeant Porkins. (laughs) Poor Porkins. (laughs) That's just—I mean, he got work, man. At what price? If I—if I could be. forever known as Sergeant Porkins, and all I had to do was die in a fiery ball of flame assaulting the Death Star, I'd take
1: it. Uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna stop you. That's not why he's well-remembered. <laughs> it's because he's the fat guy, and they called him Porkins. It's, I mean, that's part of it. It, it It's all of it. N- like, name two other people that die in the trench run. All
0: right, well, see, I only know one, so... <laughs> because
2: Um, did did wedge make it i don't remember wedge of course wedge Wedge made it he's in in the newest one
0: yeah wedge is in oh yeah he is the newest one which is is another reason i don't care how stupid it was wedge was there it's true superman 4 was released in july 1987 Uh, massive failure further worsening the financial peril of canon studios on a budget of $17 million, which was slashed from its original $36 million, it grossed just $36.7 million worldwide. That was a steep decline from Superman 3's $80.2 million, and it only grossed $15.6 million in North America. Now, for a franchise that grossed a combined $490.6 million worldwide between Superman the movie and Superman 2, this is as steep of a fall from grace in financial return and quality as you can have. Uh um, part of the reason yeah, is I mean yeah. yeah. Part of the reason this movie makes no sense is because upward of 45 minutes uh, were cut from the film, including a proto-nuclear man that Superman defeats. Uh one, because they couldn't afford to finish the effects, two, because uh our boys Minaham Golem and Yoram Globus from Canada wanted theaters to maximize the number of showings the movie could have because they needed those sweet, sweet cinema books.
1: Now I mean In fairness, if this movie was two hours and 15 minutes, I'd be a lot angrier at it. So keeping it to a
0: crisp 90 minutes, I'm pretty okay with, actually. So I watched the whole movie. My kids actually liked it. So that made it sort of like a, you know what? It is Superman and they're rooting for Superman. So I found it sort of charming in that way. I mean, it's not a good movie. But I, I then watched all the deleted scenes with them. And uh, we get to the one where proto-nuclear man appears. And it's just a schlubby-looking fellow, no offense to this actor, I forget his name, with a tin pot over his dick. And they're (laughs) like, why does he have a tin can over his Georgie? I'm like, I don't know what the hell's happening here, guys.
1: I mean, I have several follow-ups, not the least of which is his Georgie?
0: It's just the you know it's a kid way of saying penis instead of them yelling penis all the time
1: what kid i mean other than your kids have you ever heard a kid call
0: a dick a georgie i mean but that's know it's like a code yeah so mm-hmm. so they don't you know yell something out loud in public people are like oh look at those potty mouths i always do. went with
1: junk i do miss the penis game yeah was one of my favorite public, public place games
0: yeah. uh <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. So I can share some of those deleted scenes on the social. The proto nuclear man's first appearance is available I, on the social. It is he he flies by flapping his arms like a chicken. I mm-hmm. just so
1: how does that help the movie? Well, having it, a proto nuclear man. Though? It's like, just because the story is
0: very yeah.
1: I mean, stories everywhere. We'll say, but yeah, I don't see how adding an extra character that is a less good version actually
2: it's what (laughs) it's an escalation of the threat it also makes
0: uh lex's ultimate plan make a little bit more sense because he's like oh what we did wasn't strong enough he has to get his he has to pull his energy directly from the sun yeah because why would he assume that's the thing to do uh,
2: yeah. We
1: may be getting ahead of ourselves here, but I do appreciate that they did some mad science Lex in this as opposed to just shitty businessman Lex.
2: Well, and since we're talking about it, too, I think it's funny because that effectively becomes the backstory for Doomsday and the comics. You know, he he's well, reborn he's a, he's over a and over again. Kryptonian strong experiment. Enough. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's sort of what Lex is doing here. I mean, obviously, this is predates that significantly.
0: Plus, it was a little bit of a nod to Bizarro.
2: And it is. And that's the other thing. Yeah. You do get a hint of like, which why they just didn't go the straight Bizarro route with it, I don't know, because that would have been yeah. much more recognizable. I, I and guess
0: it, because Superman already fought drunk Shadow Superman in Superman 3. 3. Yeah, yeah. good point. But, anyways, uh, should be noted, Canon only gained the rights for the movie because producers Alexander Salkine and his son Ilya were also broke. Because of their own commercial failures, like Supergirl and Santa Claus the movie. Hey, um, that's a decent
1: movie. Shut up.
0: I've never seen
2: that. Which one? one. Which one's that one,
0: Captain Cash?
1: It's the one. Uh, it's, it's Santa Claus movie. Uh, like Santa Claus movie from the eighties. I, I. What do you uh, I've mean? have never What's it. Seen like? it? Who I know Santa Supergirl Claus? is terrible. Oh god, it's a god, like You would know him. I, yeah. I can't remember. Hang on,
0: but uh, it's all right. In any event, as Captain Cash looks that up, like the character of Superman certainly deserved better to ever than to ever wind up with the Canon group. Three had bad reviews. Four's reviews are miserable. Sits Mm -hmm. at 10% on Rotten Tomatoes with 52 of them carries a meta score of 24. And it was voted one of the top 50 worst movies ever by the readers of empire magazine in 2010.
1: I'm going to drag us back here because Santa Claus is played by the big Lebowski, not, not Jeff Bridges, but you know, the Big Lebowski, yeah, David. Yeah. Oh,
0: the old pervert. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, the other Jeffrey Lebowski. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you know, you, you made the comment, T. Dubs, that Canon had no business having the rights to Superman. Had it not been for this, they might have gotten a Spider-Man movie.
0: Yes. <laughs> and also, <sighs> W. The I felt reason like somebody just walked over my grave. W. B. <laughs> eventually gets these rights. Um back is because of that because they were failing and then they needed to cash in so it, everything's false and the kinds obviously kind of dickheads in their own right so mm. they did fire the great richard Donner after all and yeah.
1: apparently wes craven <laughs> so yeah i just learned so yes.
0: this movie finished number 40 by the way on that list and i'll have a question about that later um but for now let's get to our one sentence descriptions um bling blake a.k.a. Uh, proto-nuclear man, how would you describe Superman 4 in one sense? Superman 4, the quest for money. And they didn't do that well either. <laughs> it definitely was a quest for money. Canon bit big on this and another pod-appearing movie, The Masters of the Universe, both of which had their budgets slashed to ribbons and both of which failed terribly.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you can say that they bet big when they cut the budget by over 50%.
2: Well, you have to understand the way Canon financed their films. It was all a shell game. Yes. It was basically yes, a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. yeah. So they were never going to spend all the money on this movie anyway, but they might have spent a yeah. little bit more.
0: So from what I read is, if a Canon movie cost over $5 million, there was no way they were going to make that money back theatrically. Their their bet was always on it making money on video. So if it cost more than $5 million, they essentially had screwed themselves and they hadn't had a hit in like five years by the time this came out. Yeah. Anyway, and another one that we did on the pod, over the top. Another flop for them. Captain Cash, how would you describe Superman 4? One sentence. Superman
1: 4. I got nothing. This is... I, I, it's I put as much effort into this as everyone else involved. That's not fair. All the actors are trying, but everything else, yes, not so much.
0: They, they are trying, and I, I will give them that. Now I'll have a, some questions about that later.
2: Chubzilla, how would you describe it? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a glowing turd and press on nails. Superman four. You don't know he didn't grow those out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> Ease up on Mark Pillow. So my description would be, this is like two really shitty episodes of a Superman TV show combined into one nonsensical movie. Because it's like, this is like, it feels like a serialized TV show. The two plots don't really connect in any way. Why are they running concurrently when they both don't matter? It's just weird. Anyways, Let's get into the plot because this movie opens with Superman saving a group of cosmonauts from certain death and disaster. It then spirals into its useless B plot about the daily planet being purchased by a ne'er-do-well who thinks sex and violence sells. His daughter falls for Clark Kent because they needed a scene of them jazzerizing or something. Anyway, the main plot focuses on Lex Luthor's quest to create a superhuman capable of killing Superman. Now, should we discuss the prison escape or just pretend the whole thing was a fever dream?
2: I, I, I mean... I just want to talk about the speakers and the convertible. I, yeah, the car. The car. Like In a movie where obviously the budget was an issue, that seemed like a bit of a waste. It, Did I it? Liked,
0: I liked that the speakers were just uh, headphones. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo Bill's earpiece from Wild Wild West. <laughs> the gram. The
2: grandma yeah, the grandma
0: you mean you mean general bloodbath <laughs> mcgrath yes <laughs> maybe it was maybe they were recycled from him you know when he was found dead on the battlefield oh. uh, it's just so dumb he gets out it's like remote controlled and it essentially becomes the car from the end of nightmare on elm street and it drives <laughs> takes control of itself and kills the two prison guards
1: but it doesn't kill them. They like climb back out, like all covered in soot, like they got yeah. blown up by Wiley e. Coyote.
0: Mm-hmm. This, uh, so, I guess we can just address it now. But like when they fired Richard Donner from Superman two, and they brought in Richard Lester, they wanted a, a much more goofy tone. Than what Donner was doing, and Richard Lester still was able to make Superman two a good movie because he used much of what Richard Donner did. But Superman three goes way off the fucking rails. And then this one is just a cartoon with a bunch of very serious and good actors trying their best to pretend that none of that shit is happening around them.
2: I I will say this. It does appear like John Cryer is in his own movie. Uh, Gene Hackman does a good job of bridging those two realities which really doesn't help his performance but at least he appears to be able to to kind of balance that a bit but uh uh yeah the rest of the the rest of the cast seems to be in a more serious movie at times which yeah. for the most part
0: John Crier is doing the poorest more like dopey version of Ned Beatty's character from Superman who by oh, yeah, the way 100%. audiences hated so much They cut almost entirely out of Superman 2, even though I love Otis.
2: Yeah, he's not the problem.
0: (laughs) No, Uh, but John Cryer is functionally useless in this movie. To be fair, he was an awesome Lex Luthor on on Supergirl, if you watch that. So, full circle.
2: It does come full circle.
0: So, again, we'll move on from all this. Uh, All this is happening as the world is hurtling toward nuclear disaster, Superman would like to intervene, but there's a lot of nonsensical Krypton stuff going on, and he swore he never would do that. Then well, a kid the gas. There's <laughs> all like gas. That was that's new, right? Yeah, I I don't okay. know. I just don't know what is happening here. I mean, there's a lot of shit they do in, in these '70s slash '80s Superman movies, like the chest piece, the like waxy yeah. chest piece he throws.
2: Oh, the cellophane one uh-huh. from Superman too. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, you know, three has a bunch of weird shit going on. And uh, yeah, it's inexplicable. But anyways, a kid writes him a letter. So he says, fuck it. I'll rid the world of all nuclear weapons. And for some reason, he doesn't realize a group of evil actors will use this as an opportunity by enrich to enrich themselves. And Luthor will use it as a chance to strap his scientific concoction to a rocket, knowing Superman will hurl that rocket into the sun.
2: Yeah. So a couple things here it appears that superman stops world war three that just randomly was set to start with not a lot of build up
0: well that's the thing and that's stuff that is cut out of the movie because the movie's fairly out of order um and in the deleted scenes luthor plays both sides of the fence he basically goes and does his luthor stick to russia Basically, goes them if into If you the don't attacks. hit the button, then if you don't hit the button, then they will. And then he goes over to the US and does the same shit. And then he's selling weapons to both sides, and you're watching their weapon counts pick up. And then you get the giant cash scene. Uh, and then you get all this stuff with Nuclear Man, where essentially he falls in love with uh Mary L. Hemingway's Mary Hemingway, character, yeah. which is cut out of this movie entirely, and, and inexplicably well, he shows up and I he's like, I
2: want the girl. Yeah, I th- I think it's the first nuclear man that has the crush. Right. And then the second nuclear man remembers it. Yes, um, yeah. But so, so the okay, So we've got that nonsensical start to world war three. And then if Luther just needs to get his rocket to the sun, does he need Superman for that? Can't he just shoot it into the sun? It seems okay. Like okay. He Here's what I would down. say.
1: Yeah. Physics and ICBM doesn't go to the sun. You have to build, like, the Saturn V rocket to stand a chance, right? So, Yeah, so so having
2: Superman throw it's easier. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Yeah. Sort of.
1: None of the other physics matters, but in this case.
2: But in that case, okay, I'll buy it. Yeah,
0: so now Nuclear Man is born. Literally, space fetus. Yeah, for some goddamn reason. He has Gene Hackman's voice and press-on nails. And well, for it, some goddamn reason, Space
1: Fetus just comes with a costume. Well, which they, I'm they, not mad about like well, it was no, 87. He
0: puts super dick. He, he ex- puts the materials yes. in the lunchbox.
2: Oh my god, I can't believe I missed that. He explicitly takes scissors out to black and gold fabric and goes snip, snip, yeah. snip. snip and he and needs, sprinkles it in. He
0: needs a costume because again, you know, reasons.
2: Nice. I think if you had come out naked with just a glowing golden dong, that would improve the movie. Well, considering he
0: he depowers like the Terminator enters the world, mm-hmm. it would seem like he would just show up like that, and that would have worked better. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: so- also, also, your ultimate weapon can be defeated by an umbrella. Might be might be a bit of a problem.
0: Hey man, just send him to Alaska. For three fourths of the year.
2: What uh, what if, what if you just like hosed him down with sunscreen?
0: That, oh well, wow, yeah.
2: I mean he's uh, like a, he's a
0: vampire it's, it's, essentially.
1: It's not explicitly ultraviolet radiation. It's just
2: so what if you hit him with like zinc oxide, like paste pot peat style?
1: Like then you're probably yeah. I mean honestly, anything just cover him in mud like uh Predator. That yeah. would do it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's
0: it. Yeah, he can't. Do any water underwater fighting or swamp fighting? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Fortnite night, would be a problem. Yeah.
0: Reverse vampires. Reverse like vampire, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. nuclear man goes rogue despite having Gene Hackman's voice. Uh, and then much of this section of the film makes no sense, as I said, because they cut out all of it. Uh, he fights Superman, destroys a bunch of shit, then they as they zoom across the globe, even prompting the Superman to fix the great wall, as Captain Cash pointed out, in a way that defies any sense of reality. And then he poisons Superman with his gnarly nails of doom. Essentially, this movie, which has a lot of just cringeworthy, terrible humor, decides to give Superman cancer.
2: Ah, uh, yeah.
0: I
1: mean, listen, skin cancer is no joke. You should get yourself checked out regularly.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. um, you know. You know who's killed more people than this <sighs> cable guy? Melanoma. It's true. So Superman can only recover can only recover by using the last crystal of Krypton. Don't ask questions here. Just Mm. don't. You can't ask questions. Uh, He then recovers to rejoin the plot, at a part missing a lot of important information because now Nuclear Man really wants to kidnap Lacey Warfield. Moonfight! Other random shit. And Superman drops Mark My Pillow into a nuclear power plant. Hooray! Superman wins! And then gives a speech about the world that will surely change zero hearts or minds. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. end. Why? Why does dropping him into a nuclear power plant kill him? It seems him like if fuel it would, source, it would turn him totally nuclear, like Godzilla and Godzilla versus Destroyer, where now he's going to implode and destroy the world, right? Uh-huh. But
1: now he's just making the energy cheap.
0: Instead, he just helped a lot of people out. Yeah, or he uh-huh. sent their bills into the heavens. It's
2: one or the other.
1: Can one of you guys explain to me? How Superman's invincibility power works?
2: Because I mean just what the plot requires,
1: right? Like, so, like, like, like you you can't shoot him with a bullet, <laughs> but you can give him a, a scratch on the neck. So, so, well, that's different
0: so, because he's another superpowered being. Plus, those nails are pretty spicy, Blake. So yeah. again,
2: if they so, can, so see, I think what you're getting at here, Blake. Let's just get nerdy about it for a second. Yeah, please. Superman does have a couple of like canonical weaknesses he is weak to magic so anything that's magic is a problem for him obviously he's most famously impacted by kryptonite which there are several colors of that have different effects on him green being the one that makes him weak um and then i guess i think he's got a thing for sonic stuff too because his hearing's so sensitive so if you use yeah, like a high uh-huh. frequency sound thing on it you can it, sort of it disorients him a little yes. bit Yeah, you know, it's like it won't kill him but it'll mess with him so I mean, those are the standards. Um, but yeah, I think what, what's missing here is that an explanation as to why those Lee Press-On nails uh, are deadly to him. Uh, more so than anything else. Because then Listen, it's not really well, it's not well defined. In it's canon, not a normal thing.
0: Superman is powered by the energy of the sun.
2: Yep. Right. So, so how thus is
0: the sun fighting nuclear man would only make him more powerful. Now, if you, if you read like all-Star Superman, he gets far too close to an explosion a solar explosion yeah. and that essentially makes him sick like in this movie and he is slowly dying. But, but this unlike movie, this movie yeah. that's
1: maybe one of the greatest Superman stories yeah. ever.
0: This movie makes no sense. So it's just like, hey, don't ask questions, just go with it. Like Doomsday for example can hurt him because he is he's like piece of jagged Kryptonian rock. Like he can yeah. cut him. He can hurt him. He's also very strong. Uh, yeah,
2: it's steel, steel, shaped steel kind of thing. Because, yeah, uh, you know, they're both Kryptonian. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, it, what's missing from this is there's the parallel with Bizarro, that this is, again, sort of a Bizarro Superman, and that he's also powered by the sun. So that's also similar. They're both getting their powers from the sun. So it's like they're similar sources. But, yeah, it's really a half-baked idea, uh, Bling. So you're not wrong to be confused by it. Because I mean... From a nerd sense, it does it doesn't really like make sense. It's not like, there, oh yeah, obviously that would work.
0: There's yeah. no possible questions about this movie we can answer, considering Lex Luthor breaks into a museum and snips a piece of Superman's hair with a general set of pliers that is holding up ten thousand pounds of weight. Yeah, that, that, that clearly that, 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 that doesn't that, that weigh ten
2: thousand pounds. <laughs> it's <laughs> a bolt cutter
1: and then it bounces around like a beach ball that's been spray painted. <laughs> yeah kryptonite cutter it's, it's yeah. fine you guys this movie fine, didn't yeah.
0: even bother to like give him like a kryptonite knife and like haha look i figured this out like it's, i can I, totally steal this that's what yeah. i mean
2: like i don't get it like yeah no a hundred percent bling what you're really saying here is if those nails had been green kryptonite nails uh, fine totally fine no problem. no problem right that's not what happens no it doesn't make sense it, it, does, nails. it doesn't it just doesn't
0: Crypto nails, yeah <laughs> what color <laughs> are you getting Kry- kryptonite green. Oh shit. Superman is screwed. Oh, so man. important question. How many beers are required to watch Superman 4? Jumpzilla, what do you say?
2: Uh it's a solid four, mostly pain beers, and then you know, just just pound one at the end, make it five. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. such I mean, because as a kid, I loved Superman 2. Superman 2 was the shit. Still and one I of
0: my ch- top comic book movies. And and, and,
2: uh, it. It, and it 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 does hold up well mostly because of what Richard Donner did. And uh Superman three is a kid. I enjoyed that one. I thought Superman three was funny. I really enjoyed it. Richard Pryor. Don't go back on. to
0: it. Don't yeah, just I I, I, just I know. don't do it I know to better.
2: I know better. Um, but yeah, even as a kid, this movie was disappointing. I don't think I finished it as a kid. I think I like made it halfway through this. It's like, yeah, nope, never mind. Don't need to see any more of that.
0: Okay, so when I was really little. I love this one because, you know, I love Godzilla movies and this one gave you a big battle. It does. And so I I just ignored all the shitty shit. Uh, Blake, what do you think? How many beers? I'm
1: five. This movie sucks. It's just it's
0: it doesn't look that
1: bad, but it's just so dumb. There's just yeah, I mean. There's enough like practical effects and like cool stuff in it that makes yeah. me not give it a full six. But the
2: miniatures are decent, right? Yeah, some of them are. Yeah, there's good. Some of this movie looks as good as any of the Superman movies. So, the, and then the, thing, the rest of it's the worst. The thing uh-huh. that
0: makes me the most mad is the coolest looking effects are actually in the Proto Superman fight. Mm-hmm. They have this oh, like basically that's like like push he's trying to push cars into Superman to push them through a wall and they're pushing back and the cars are crumpling and then there's some good like him throwing him through shit he does like the the super uppercut and like launches him some of it looks really cool and better than the the my pillow stuff so kind of yeah I wish it was in there but Mm. Captain Cash how many beers
1: Uh, I'm with Chumzilla on this one it's it's four it's 90 minutes so I can't get that angry at it. It's a short ass movie. It's not good though. it's it's very not good.
0: this This movie's rough. And I would say this if you love the Donner films and the Donner slash Lester version of Superman Two or even maybe you prefer the Donner cut, which I don't because it is basically mostly unfinished still, even though they were able to cobble it together this could easily be six beers if you decide to drink through the opening credits, which are an abomination and then drink through the, the fight at the end, just like, nope, I'm just chugging here. And then the other four in between, but basically it's a four bad beer movie or four. Yeah. Pain beer movie.
1: Yeah, no, it's pain. It's absolutely. I I need to clarify. Nothing
0: redeemable here. And we're going to talk a lot about that after the break. And right now we're going to hear from our, brother in wrestling podcasting over the double turn podcast and when we come back we've got some lingering questions about superman for the quest to regain my sanity hey everyone it's the j-man and i'm the host of the double turn podcast And don't forget to check out our home base at wabamentertainment.com for all your comic book and movie needs, and check out our sister podcast, Hops and Box Office Flops. Enjoy, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hello, and welcome back to our 202nd episode of Hops and Box Office Flops, and we are talking Superman 4. My first question, and this is a direct quote from the movie: how can one man be so square and so delicious? <laughs> Wow. Judge Fudge. Oh, God. Oh, what this movie does to me. It's, it's I, like, should I, be against the Eighth I, Amendment.
2: Yeah. Can we just take a moment here because we kind of glossed over it in the plot? There's an extended sequence here where basically it's like a Hannah Montana episode where Superman and Clark are swapping places I, to uh, like double date with, uh, oh with Lana Lang and. <laughs> No, you know, I Lewis I Lewis. liked that scene. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> he, get, so bad. he
1: gets hung up on the uh, he gets he goes full dorky Clark Kent when he gets stuck on the bellhop's cart. He, like, but
0: he's great in it. But it's also yeah. it it strains the fabric of logic because one uh, one of these and we talked about it before we jumped on the pod. It's so dumb that these movies just didn't embrace him and Lois being a thing because that is Superman. Why did they feel the need to be like, nope, can't be? And it's like, yes, there is comics of that, but like, it was pretty well established that Lois and, and Clark were a thing. So right. don't fight most, it, just
2: do it. Yeah, that's the most popular interpretation of the characters, right? Even when they do do the funky love triangle stuff, that's not no. Those are nobody's favorite Superman stories.
0: <laughs> no, and also he makes it pretty abundantly clear to Lacey he's just not into her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So her her character doesn't make a whole lot of sense because more on that in a second. But how would you fix this? So I'm going to answer that and also kind of flip it into a question for the panel. Um, I think you need a better villain. Uh, I I think that if you're going to do the Lex Luthor angle, creating a villain, you need to have Lex create a recognizable, uh, logical Superman villain. He's got like one of the greatest rogues galleries in comics. I won't say the greatest, because I have to say Batman and Spider-Man might be 1A and 1B, but Superman's up there. I personally think the way you fix this movie, and it fixes a lot of the logic problems with the villain's superpowers and their power set, is if uh, Lex Luthor creates Metallo, the man with a kryptonite heart. And that is the villain. And you basically get the same, you can have like the same plot effectively, but you said the bad guy be Metallo.
0: I love Gina Hackman dearly, but... We had him twice. It, he, it was a nice little change of pace in Superman 2 where he was kind of power brokering with the Kryptonians. But Robert Webster, as played by Robert, or Ross Webster, as played by Robert Vaughn in Superman 3, is just dime store Lex Luthor. So this has been done. They've they exhausted it. So I the only way you can really fix this movie is for it to have an actual narrative focus, which it does not. And we'll talk about what of the things that it was doing did we think actually worked? but and I do think if you focus on the nuclear um uh, disarmament of the world and then it's Russia creates something to basically, well, you have him And he's like, well, no, I'm not American. you know, i'm a I'm a person who's out to protect the world. And they're like, well, no you're yes. predominantly there and we're going to create something to destroy you. That makes way more sense. Create That's the narrative focus you need. Like Gene yeah. Hackman is here and I, and I love him to death and he's doing the Lex Luthor thing. And he's very funny at times. The Dutch elm disease remark is great. He has a couple other really quippy lines I enjoy, but he's just not necessary.
2: No, but he's chewing up the appropriate amount of scenery.
0: And then the fact that the other shitty newspaper guys just newspaper him
2: well, and there was that was supposed to be a bigger storyline, right? Some of that got cut, but um, uh, you know, I think you're onto something though. I like that. You know, Superman's like, hold on, I'm, I'm not American. I'm a citizen of the world. See, and then we could do like a sovereign citizen thing, and then Superman's like, whoa, 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 I'm not flying. I'm traveling.
0: Boo. <laughs> well, there's there's all about, you know, even in uh, Captain Cash's one of his least favorite movies, but bvs it's you know you cannot act unilaterally like it becomes an issue for the u.s government the things he's doing the, yeah. interv- the interventions wow. he's taking i mean there, again there's things this movie could have done that it yeah well, issues. I,
2: i'll butt in here and just say it. i mean and that's effectively why we got the the comic and the the movie uh watchman right i mean that's also you... why
0: red sun exists right yeah, exactly. because th- there's interest in well what would have happened
1: It's not for the scope of this movie, right? This was made in a simpler time. I mean, this is even pre uh, the Dark Knight Returns. A a lot of the, the Superman stuff where it was like, well, what if Superman was a bad guy? But inarguably, if we didn't have nuclear weapons, that would be a good thing, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, and I, I think that's the good idea the movie has. Like, there is something to be said that, like, why why is mankind hell on destroying itself? And we're about yeah. to have this huge summer blockbuster about this hugely important discovery and invention that was made. And for good reason, because if the Nazis had made it first, who knows what would have happened. But it's also a And it's weapon. called Barbie. Yeah, it's also a weapon that holds us all hostage to this day because yeah
2: and, and that and i will say that, that uh there's something very poetic there about the what well, we had to build it before they did that mentality though has led to a lot of a lot of pain and suffering in the world um thanks a lot henry kissinger you son of a bitch um blake real quick because I, I i do want to ask the panel a question so can you what's your fix
1: i think it just comes down to giving it a plot that makes sense i mean
2: <laughs> this movie's I don't, just that's, that's a little too much to ask. Hold on, You like, I mean, expect the I mean, movie to make sense. Ooh, that <laughs> really like I, I that's the best I I have here. Like, how
1: do you fix it? F- fix it like neuter it, kill it, yeah, snuff it out before it it, it 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 breathes. Like,
2: yeah.
0: Well, yeah. To to Blake's oof, point, oof. I had a question here about the extra forty minutes, and would it help the movie? And I'm the I'm the one who's seen all of the forty minutes, and and yes, it would. It's still a bad movie though, because fundamentally the movie is stupid and it's severely flawed, and it's not directed well. It's not written well, and that's a problem. Yeah, Particularly well, because Superman the movie was written extremely well,
2: and who, Superman who wrote Two. This
0: uh, Christopher Reeve had yeah. input on the script. Uh huh. And his Probably input a little, a little was: too much, maybe? I, I want to include that nuclear disarmament and commentary mm-hmm. in it but who knows how many revisions this thing went through and honestly what what good script did Canon ever produce
2: uh, it, I mean that's fair
1: and isn't Reeve on record saying that that this was awful from start to finish like like he, he knew it was a bad movie
0: I believe he told John Cryer you know I'm the only one who's gonna say this but this film's a piece of shit yeah. and I'm sorry
2: and not to make it overly you know significant there but i think effectively he was upset they didn't finish the effects on some of the some of those uh, the cut stuff i think yeah. in his opinion that is they went cheap and therefore the movie So
0: well, once you realize wasn't really that the script you're working with criminals because by the way these guys were
2: essentially
0: criminals like I, I'm reading that book, The Last Action Heroes. It's tremendous. And they talk a lot about Van Dam breaking into the business when he tried to have a meeting with Mina ham Golem, and that his compound was like armed with his raised Israeli guards with with automatic weapons because these guys were doing some highly illegal shit. They were criminals, right? <laughs> so pretty much, it sucks that Superman wound up being used as. A way for them to do whatever they were doing and try to make a lot of money, which inevitably they would have blown anyways, because that's what they did. They they blew money. Yeah. Um.
2: So, my suggestion was, you know, a better villain. Go with something Metallo, something something memorable. Like we've seen Lex Luthor in several different uh, versions. We've seen Zod several times. Effectively, um, uh, yeah. I'm done with Zod now i am done uh, we, so we've done no Luther, more. we've done zod we got a proto version of doomsday uh i know like you know the nick cage superman movie was going to give us brainiac uh so from the panel what superman villain do you want to see on the screen the most at this point metalla what? would
0: have been perfect for this movie because that's what russia could have created what if the terminator with a chest of kryptonite to kill superman
2: Mm-hmm. And we, we already got the weird stuff. robot scene in Superman 3, right? That gives everybody nightmares. It's,
0: it is, it gives me nightmares for probably different reasons, but yes. Okay.
1: If we're taking out Brainiac, we're saying we can't have Brainiac because arguably mm-hmm. Superman's top three are Lex, Zod, and Brainiac. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Brainiac's the choice, right?
1: Yeah. 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 But leaving him aside. Mr. Mitzelplik.
0: Yeah, I figured. I, I'm not kidding. Have, yeah. That
1: would be a lot of fucking fun. It could be like, very Do you fun. remember the, the animated Superman adventures where uh-huh. they got Mr. Plick, voiced by Gilbert Gottfried? Holy shit, they're great. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they're very good.
0: Yeah.
2: It would be
1: a lot of fun. I'm, I would. James Gunn, I know you said Batmite exists, so uh-huh.
0: help a brother out. <laughs> Honestly, if anybody would do it, it's him. Although I I, I believe I've heard it's going to be Brainiac. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, uh, you, you have to do Brainiac at this point. How many yeah. Superman yeah. movies have we had?
2: Yeah. The Zod like-
0: thing, like, I, I love Zod, right? And I like the Flash movie, but bringing him back, like, and having that be, and not having Superman made that feel just so much less impactful. Like, yeah. do the war between the Am- Amazons and the Atlanteans, Atlantis. yeah, and then have Supergirl if you don't want to bring Henry Cavill back because having something that was so tied to Henry Cavill cheapens the fuck out of that movie.
2: It, it should have been CGI Terrence Stamp.
0: But anyways, yeah. Hey, I I don't give a shit about those cameos. I thought they were great. I love Son of Jor
2: before Zod. I want to hear Bling say something. <laughs> What, what's because I know you're not a huge comics dork like the rest of us, but like anything stick out to you, any Superman villain that, that comes to mind? You know, the only one that that
1: I think really uh would be interesting for this storyline, uh, and maybe it's just because we watched it recently and kind of got teased with it at the end, is if we got a, a Black Adam uh villain somehow.
2: No, I mean, I, I respect The Rock's ambition there because I, I think he's right in the end. I think that would have made money. I think people would have liked to have seen Shazam watched, yeah. or Superman face off with Black Adam. Like be fun. Henry Cavill punching it out with The Rock. Yeah, I think I think people would have paid well, dollars to certainly, see
0: that. It certainly wasn't the smash-em-up parts of Black Adam that didn't work. The fighting was cool. Yeah, there some fighting was some good
2: good action yeah. in that movie. Here, here I'll, I'll throw one in there because you brought up uh, <clears> the <throat> BVS. Um, you know, I know a lot of people were upset. They spoiled the Doomsday reveal in the trailer and then it was the Cave Troll version of Doomsday, blah, 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 blah. But what I think we haven't seen in like kids of the 80s, like the elder millennials, the Gen Xers, you know, we remember Power Suit Lex from the Super Friends cartoon. And I think instead of going for like the weird... Hybrid Kryptonian creature that they, that Lex gets out of the birthing pool. What if he just used Zod's armor? What if he just modified Zod's Kryptonian armor uh, and and used the Kryptonite to uh, you know duke it well, out? Let's
1: not relitigate BVS. We're talking well, just, about Superman Four. I'm just yeah.
2: saying I mean, he, we, we yeah. we've seen businessman Lex basically. What we still haven't seen a power suit Lex.
1: I mean well, that's fair. Yeah, I would that's, that's I would take a power suit Lex at some point.
0: Yeah. cool but the answer is dark side as well uh oh, okay yeah. oh, true
2: true true yeah so because great history there in the comics some great you gotta build great, to it but i'd like fights to in the since we're not
0: gonna machines. get the one we saw it'd be nice uh mm-hmm. is this the worst comic book film or sequel ever made i would say no i think we've done worse on this this podcast i think howard of the duck is worse no, oh, of course, yeah, Howard the Duck is worse than this. <laughs> no, it is not. Oh, no way. At, at the point that the kid toucher from Ferris Bueller is having sex with with a car cigarette lighter port with his mouth. <laughs>
2: yes, he's a I kid mean, toucher.
1: Not. Yeah, good uh, I mean, in
0: I
2: fairness. Mean, the bar is so much lower for Howard the Duck than a Superman movie. Come on. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, the bar is lower, but I would. I would never show my kids Howard the Duck. Well, I guess you can't. It's rated R. But, uh, I
1: saw Howard the Duck as a child. It's not rated uh, R, is it? Over and over and over again, I watched this. That movie. explains a lot. There's no. duck no, sex. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's the duck boobs. tits, obviously. Yeah. Corkscrew penises.
0: But, I mean, Catwoman exists. Electra exists. And those movies are both better like, than this. Came at a much later date and time and should have been better by default well, than this. Like, <laughs> they're not.
1: I'll watch Jennifer Garner all day long before I watch this thing again.
0: I mean, what about I mean, Catwoman though? Catwoman was really freaking bad. There's a basketball scene. Is that the Halle yeah. Berry one? Yeah.
2: yeah. Hold on. There's a what's basketball not, What's What's to like? There's a basketball court scene in Daredevil and it's terrible. It's incorrect. Really bad. That is
0: it. That's a playground and they're using a teeter-totter.
2: Whatever. It it is it's bad. awful. It's <laughs> but bad. It's, it
0: is bad. Hey, by the way, he might be coming back. <laughs>
2: which is amazing.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I think this is definitely better than Wolverine Origins. Like, no, oh, okay.
0: Uh nope. And out of here. I mean, that, that, that movie was really bad. I would rather watch this than that. Really? The, this Ugh. has a hundred percent.
2: This has more nostalgia for me. That's the only thing that gives it. The
0: only thing that that this has against it is it comes down to Reeves Wig, Reeve. Reeves's wig versus the rubber hands, which which is worse. And by the way, I feel bad because Christopher Reeve apparently had like some sort of reaction to the hair dye after Superman 2 and was having issues with parts of his hair, which is why he had oh, these wigs in 3 and 4. Uh, but the wig is awful in this movie. It doesn't what? move. It just sits there. It's like one of the rubber wigs you'd buy in a costume set.
1: It's can They probably did. Yeah,
0: true. We're lucky we
1: didn't yeah. get a like a just some guy with the elastic string plastic mask that we all wore for Halloween in nineteen eighty
0: eight. Like in Game of Death, where <laughs> Bruce Lee had died, and they just put up a cardboard cutout of his face uh-huh. and <laughs> put it over the other actor. Oh no! Yeah, no joke. Uh, yeah. But I can't say this is the worst comic book movie or sequel ever made, but it's pretty damn close. Pretty. I mean, I would say Fan Stick is worse. So, I mentioned this earlier, and it's of the movie's many ideas. Which one worked best for you? Is it the sensationalist journalism? Is it the uh, Superman taking on the uh, you know the global war machine? What do you think, Captain Cash?
1: It is frighteningly salient that the secondary villain of the piece is Rupert Murdoch but uh so yeah yeah i'm going to give it to the yellow journalism because we've already seen superman fight bad kryptonians bad himself and now it's just bad himself with nails and blonde hair so yeah that yeah yellow and, journalism
0: and they really just don't do enough with the with the nuclear angle i would agree that it's the journalism thing that is strikingly like poignant considering this movie has like no business being the movie to say like, Hey, when you create headlines like this, it is problematic because people will be reactionary to them. Yeah. And now we're living in the Fox news world where they put some of the dumbest shit on earth on air to anger up and fire up people. And then you get Jagoffs who tried to storm the Capitol outside former president Obama's house with bombs. Like, yeah, that's a problem. Uh-
2: the only issue I have with that is that is that really a Superman story? There's exactly. always been there's always been that antagonistic relationship between the press and Spider-Man, you know, and he and he also works there, you know. So there's always that conflict with him and, and uh, J. Jonah Jameson. But like Superman working at the Daily Planet, other than like you know. He has a job and hey, you got a deadline, Clark. But you know, but he's never really the, been like. A, you know, Lois Lane's always been the journalist, and he's always that's just the, been no. The he's,
0: guy. He he is a journalist, and he does that because it makes him. It's a way he can help when he's not helping. But yeah. journalism in when the character was created in the late '30s was vastly different thing than journalism now, and yeah, that's part of the issue with figuring some of these things out for characters like this is well nobody reads but, the newspapers yeah so yeah.
2: how do you modernize it how does
0: yeah how does he help out when he's not helping out yeah and journalism I, used to be such a the thing that was thought of as such a noble profession because you were truth mm-hmm. tellers
2: yeah but well, whatever what worked for me was the nuclear disarmament uh angle uh, I, you know because this movie's got like three prongs to it because yeah nuclear man and the nuclear bomb yep. thing smart pillows over
0: fingernails yeah nuclear disarmament
2: yeah and the journalism yeah Yeah. those are the three like like through lines this movie has and honestly you probably just needed one of those and focus on it but uh for me it was the nuclear thing because that was very like coming out of the cold war and it was a hopeful message and that to me felt like a superman story like he's trying to do something and save the world from itself because he's trying to show us that hey Because I'm an alien, I have a different perspective, and you guys shouldn't be fighting each other. You should be working together because it's one world. So, that's to me, that's very much a Superman story. And I was like, okay, there's a good idea there, but this movie obviously dilutes that with all sorts of other stuff.
0: That is a very much a Superman story and did deserve the central focus. I just don't think it worked as well as as socialist journalism. It's weighty,
2: right? It's kind of, and these movies weren't super, super serious. Bling Blake, what do you got for us?
1: Yeah I'm 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 with you Chomzela I think that 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 is the idea they should have run with I also agree with with you Cash that the the yellow journalism is the the more uh, topical subject given today's climate um I think it's cool but it's not exactly something that requires superman to solve the problem hmm. whereas the disarmament would have been would have been a lot more fun like we just we just skipped over him getting all of the weapons and they kind of they give it with like one line of dialogue we're like oh they're he basically like they're like like, did you have any trouble he was like me trouble who's gonna fuck with me <laughs> by Nobody's the way gonna he fight me
0: he, like, <laughs> he collected like 20 of them
1: yeah it was like 20 of them and he had them in a fishnet and then threw them to the sun really quickly like it's, it's not it's not right next door Takes a minute to get there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, that's you know we're not gonna do it in real time. I know that, but uh, all that being said, I I think that there would have been a lot more to do with with fighting, and then and then you get some nation, whether it's Russia or somebody else, to create your your antagonist villain, uh, whoever it might be, to stop him from taking the nuclear stockpiles from whoever. Right, like. So, I know mean, that would have been cool, but... They
0: yep, shows up, there's Metallo, bing, bang, boom, right. done and done. My last question before we head to our second break and get into the quiz is, you know, Reeve, Hackman, and Kidder are all trying their best, but they, they just simply cannot save this movie. Uh, Were there any moments, though, that you enjoyed from the movie that you felt like, hey, this is the cast, the people I remember, the performances I remember, and why I loved these actors in these roles in the first place. Captain Cash.
1: I, I This is the first time I have watched this film in its entirety. So no. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, when they use the miniatures and stuff and there were practical explosions, that was pretty neat. Don't don't see a lot of that anymore.
0: No. And yeah, it, it it's very reminiscent of Superman 2 or any of the Toho movies. And some of it looks really cool. Bling Blake, what do you think?
1: Any of those moments where, you know, you get Superman, or I guess Clark, faking to be Clark, you know, like like when he when he gets struck out by the old real estate guy in Smallville, um, just when you get let, let Reeve act. Uh, those uh, uh, in fairness, that is a good one.
0: He's yeah, still yeah. very much the Superman we, re- we remember, and the Clark we yeah. re-
1: remember. He did a good job with all of that, and Hackman is is a. I don't think he's my favorite Lex Luthor. I don't even know who would be, but he's he's always charming, and he's funny. he's snarky. He's a, he's a good yeah. snarky Lex, Lex Luthor, and his banter with uh with John Cryer was good. Fine.
0: Him demeaning whatever. people is one of my favorite parts of the Superman movies superman one two and this one yeah he it's just very like it, he he has a very good uh timing about him and of course he's one of our greatest actors but uh yeah. Jump Silla, what do you think
2: uh it's definitely hackman and john cryer like because hackman is again chewing up the appropriate amount of scenery in this movie um and it, yeah he's clearly loving it and honestly If they had given Cryer's character something to do with Lex, if they had somehow been a little bit more of a a duo, I think that could have been a really good, uh, you know, a little bit of comic relief in the movie. I mean, that's obviously what John Cryer's character was was supposed to be, uh, but just like a terrible part.
0: Or John Cryer's a Frankenstein's monster that he experiments on using Superman's DNA. Or something, yeah
2: because it, it requires a decent actor and like he he definitely makes the most of the garbage they gave him this movie but yeah those two could have played off each other more and it would have been a stronger part of the movie you know uh, had they so, gotten more to so work her- with
0: here's what i'll say uh every everything reeve attempts is in is in good faith and and i love him as superman and he is my superman And but my favorite scene in this movie is when he's really sick and Lois goes to see Clark hmm. and she has Superman's cape because the jerk off version of the day of the planet had printed Superman dead. And she basically tells him, and she knows it's him, even though she says it sort of says it without saying it, just tell him I love him. Like, you know, if you see him, just tell him I love him. And that like, it's a really nice moment. For those two actors and those characters, and unfortunately, the rest of the movie just can't even come close to replicating anything that scene does. So, yeah, yeah.
2: It, you know, if you if you if you're a kid at the time or like you know a, a fan at that time, and you'd seen the other movies, that scene does kind of hit. And, and Margot Robbie, like, or not Margot Robbie, uh, Mario Kidder, they don't give her much to do in this movie no she's just there which seems like a waste because you know she could have lois could have used like her moment you know on her own and she doesn't really get that at any point but again all the standard you know returning players here all give solid performances and just a shit story
0: again it's a it's a two episodes of a tv show that are jam-packed together into one nonsensical mess of a movie
2: all right i got one more question here i got one more chumpzilla question we know that the superman suit in this movie is iconic right like henry cavill did like you know a screen test in it like it's it's a rite of passage if you're gonna go play superman they make you put on the the christopher reeve suit i saw the
0: suit from this movie at a hollywood exhibit at the phoenix art museum and even though it was from this movie it's still i could it it just like really evokes a lot of emotion from me to see that suit the Christopher yeah. Reeve suit. But go yeah, ahead. Sorry. Matter. Well, no, it is. It's
2: iconic. It's kind of like the standard, right? You know, a lot of people are asking for the red trunks back uh, after after Man of Steel and, and the, the the Snyder Superman. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm ambivalent towards the trunks. I, I I'm fine with either look. But my question is, do you think they should have upgraded the suit? Do you think that's a mistake that this movie made? Is they didn't? It never changed it. They just left it the same.
0: They didn't have the money. The suit looks worse <laughs> than this one.
2: It, well it just it looks very fabricy you know which it always kind of has but i was just thinking like yeah maybe they should have done something with the suit you know maybe to spice it up and distract from all the other bad stuff going on
0: yeah i wish they could have but there's a lot of things i wish about this movie and most of them like that is so far down on the list of <laughs> <Okay>. reasons <laughs> i wish they would have improved the movie uh, fair uh, enough so we're gonna head into our second break and when we come back we've got the lex's secret recipe Oddly sexual, Lex. <laughs> trivia challenge. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the 202nd episode of Hops and Box Office Flops. We're talking 1987 Superman Returns and we are on to the Lex's Secret Recipe trivia challenge. Tonight, gentlemen, we've got a standard five question multiple choice format quiz and you'll be playing for the Sweet Moon set from the movie. That means you and your best buds can recreate the epic space throwdown anytime you want. Your chime-ins tonight will be No Pain, No Gain, or Mozart's Back, or Come Over Here, Clarky," and any one of the pod stalwarts will also suffice. All right, so these first two questions are directly related to how this movie was skewered by critics because it was nominated for more than one Razzie Award though not nearly enough, and shockingly, it didn't win any. So, number one, wow. Meryl Hemingway was nominated for Worst Supporting Actress. Who did she lose to? Was it A, Gloria Foster as Medusa Johnson in Leonard Part Six? That is a...
2: That's a Bill Cosby movie.
0: Bill Cosby movie, yep. Is it B, Daryl Hannah as Darian Taylor in Wall Street? Is it C, Grace Jones as Conchita in Siesta or is it D Isabella Rossellini as Marie in Siesta, and she was also nominated as Madeline Regency in Tough Guys Don't Dance.
2: Mozart's back, jobzilla. It's got to be A. A is incorrect.
1: What that would have been my guess? Ooh, I, I was going Leonard Bernstein. So bad, yeah.
0: It's like that's uh,
2: like one of the worst movies of all
0: time. It's one of the worst movies of all time but I've seen it. In fact, they're imprisoned by his enemy. And they release a gang of, hunks- of hungry lobsters to get them, and they scare them off with melted butter.
2: <laughs> I uh, I thought it was going to be Quaaludes.
0: That too, probably.
2: <laughs> I. Uh, that's that's a that's a uh, James Bond spy movie spoof, right?
0: Yeah, he's sort of like a super heroic type guy, but you know, he's a regular. He's like Batman, but much more rapey. Well.
1: You'll have that. Uh, What are our remaining answers? Two are the same movie. I know that. Yeah.
0: Yep. So your remaining answers are B. Daryl Hannah as Darian Taylor in Wall Street. C. Grace Jones as Conchita in Siesta. Or D. Isabella Rossellini as Marie in Siesta. She also was nominated for Madeline Regency in Tough Guys Don't Dance.
1: Mozart's
0: back? Captain Cash.
1: I like both Daryl Hannah and Grace Jones, and I don't recognize the other person. So D, it is not D. Damn it, it is not D. It better not be Grace Jones. She's lovely,
0: and she dated Dolph Lundgren.
1: She did. Well, then, just to piss off Captain Cash, I'm going go to take Grace hell. Jones. Go to,
0: go to hell, Blake. And hence why the Razzies are total bullshit. It was Daryl Hannah. It and was Daryl, Daryl Hannah. Taylor damn and Wall Street. Wall Street. One of like. The most
1: eh,
2: great movie,
0: yeah, like on point 80s movies ever made. Greed is good, baby.
2: I mean, yeah. Daryl Hannah's not a great actress, but yeah, she's
0: fine ish. Yeah, she's I mean, not she's, bad in that movie. She wouldn't be in Leonard Part Six, so <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> well, she was, she just doesn't remember it. She, oh, she was asleep, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> she, she was part of the Melted Butter Brigade. Oh, yeah. oh. uh, number two. Superman 4 was also nominated for worst visual effects, but lost to this film. Is it A, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors? Is it B the Garbage Pale Kids movie? Is it C Jaws the Revenge? Or D Masters of the Universe?
2: I'm, gonna
0: shoot. Back. I'm giving out to Blake. I'm
1: gonna go with Garbage Pale Kids movie.
0: Incorrect. Ooh
2: what is terrible. What is
0: happening tonight?
2: like it's literally it's it's, baffling it's it's worse than tiptoes hey editor of
0: rotten tomatoes matt actually remember when you said garbage bill kids the movie was better than batman versus superman catch me in the streets homeboy. you're (laughs) fucked
2: (laughs) catch me outside how about that
1: you're gonna see us you're gonna see us in san diego I'm I'm
0: i'm just threatening journalists now in a fun way because the indiana jones reviews went way up when i oh yeah it's not bad. Better than Crystal Skull. Okay, so remaining answers: A, Nightmare on Elm Street three, C, Jaws: The Revenge, or D, Masters of the Universe. Parts and Tarts.
1: Captain, Cash. it's gotta be Jaws four, right?
0: Dun dun dun! Captain Cash gets it. It was nice. Jaws: The Revenge. Michael Kane. She was Aunt, only Aunt, sixteen. It is, it's years Michael
1: Caine. Michael Caine says something very simple. Oh, I've not seen the movie, but I have seen the Alsi book, and it is lovely.
0: Michael Kane essentially develops a romantic relationship with uh, Chief Brody's wife. Wife? Well, <laughs> I mean widow. <laughs> well, I mean widow because they just kill off Chief Brody.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> but, I'd like to point out that now that we've brought it up Jaws, because forward. Roy Schreiner
0: could could
2: not
1: be bothered. <laughs>
2: But now that we've bought, brought up Michael Kane, and since we already have Gene Hackman uh, in Superman 4, uh, this pod now satisfies the Kane Hackman theory.
0: This is our thesis. This is our thesis. There it is. Yeah. Uh, so, number three, it's one nothing, Captain Cash. This was voted on by the readers of Empire Magazine as the fourth, wordiest, fourth worst movie ever made in 2010. Which of these pod appearing movies? Finished first. Oh, no. Is it A, Batman and Robin? Is it B, Howard the Duck? Is it C, Battlefield Earth? Or is it D, The Happening?
1: Honing Cocktails. Bling like. Battlefield Earth.
0: Incorrect.
2: No! That, that
0: finished second. Wow.
2: <laughs> I, I'm kind of shocked. I, I. All right, wow.
0: get, give me the whole thing again. Okay. So you've got A, Batman and Robin, B mm-hmm. Howard the Duck, or D the Happening. And the question? These are which one was the worst movie ever made as voted on by the readers of Empire Magazine? M-
2: Mozart's back, baby. It's gotta be D the Happening. Incorrect. What?
1: Yep. Nope. So it's down to Howard the Duck and what?
2: Batman and Robin.
1: Uh when when did it happen with Empire magazine? Twenty ten. Like if it was 2002 to like 7, I I would have said Batman and Robin. 2010 is far enough away that people would have forgotten and maybe remembered Howard the Duck. I still like Howard the Duck though, so give me Batman and Robin. Correct. All right! (laughs) (laughs) Faith in humanity restored. Howard the Duck is... Not a good movie, but it's not that bad a movie either. Duck tits aside,
0: so it is two nothing. Captain Cash, but I now Ugh. have two bonus questions. Doing closest good. closest okay. answer will get it. What did Dreamcatcher finish? Captain Cash is up to nothing, so we'll start with Bling Blake. Closest answer gets it.
1: Uh, I mean, in fairness, I'm just eliminating. Well, you know, you 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 do you. I mean, it's. Everybody's we're, uh, we're, we're eliminating two guesses out of what the remaining what uh
2: what we're doing here is just price is right rules, yeah. guys. This closest closest, closest one without going over wins. without
1: going over dreamcatcher <laughs> is sitting at
2: number nine.
0: Okay. chumpsilla
2: No bounce, no play. Uh 25.
0: Okay. Uh Captain Cash. 23. Captain what Cash does? gets it. It was 18th. Ah! Oh
2: my God. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you
1: guys.
0: Uh, for the record, the happening was 8th. Howard the Duck was 46th. But we have another... Howard the Duck,
1: not that bad.
0: <laughs> what about Speed 2? Oh
2: no. <laughs> the closest okay.
0: answer gets it. Ooh, and again, 10. this time we'll start with chumpsilla uh, I'll go with 11. Okay. Bling Blake.
1: None of this makes sense anymore. This is the most ridiculous rating system in the history of of non-scientific surveys. So,
0: 14. Okay, and Captain Cash. 20. Oh, man, he is just mopping the floor with you guys. It was 24th.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean... It's also not a good movie, but it's not (laughs) that bad. Man,
0: just mopping the floor with you guys.
1: I would watch watch Batman and Robin four times before I watch Speed 2 again. Uh, That's fair. That's fair.
0: I'm going to make this question worth double points now, just so one of you can maybe tie Captain Cash. (laughs) Number four, Christopher Reeve wanted Ron Howard to direct the film, but he was busy working on this movie. Is it A. Willow? Parts and tarts.
1: (laughs) I just got it. It's fucking willow. (laughs) It's willow, isn't it? (laughs) It
0: is willow. (laughs) Just (laughs) go home. I'm fucking done. This is bullshit. Wow. This this is just a I like
1: Willow a lot. I happen to know that it was released in a very similar year. uh, I'm uh, really sorry we're not getting the next three
2: seasons of Willow. Here's here's the fun fact. Here's the fun fact. When he couldn't get Ron Howard. Christopher Reeve settled for Clint Howard. I mean, hey, Howard. Clint so Howard did everybody directed. else in Hollywood. So. <laughs> uh,
0: so the remaining answers would have been Gung Ho, Cocoon, or Parenthood, which also came out cocoon. in a yeah. very similar window. Uh, number cocoon. five. Yeah. This is worth triple points now. Triple points. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> With a domestic total of just 15.6 million, Superman 4 is one of the lowest grossing superhero movies ever made. But it still did better than this. Is it A, the phantom? Is it B, the crow city of angels? Is it C, Punisher, Warzone? Or is it D, the shadow?
1: Yes.
2: Uh, Hearts and tarts.
0: Bling, Blake.
1: Wait, I had the shadow, and what was the Alec Baldwin one? Phantom? Phantom? So shadow is the, was is the, the Alec Billy Zane Baldwin one. one. Shadow yeah. is Alec Billy Zane. No. No. Reverse. Yes, <laughs> I'll strike it, reverse it. Got it. Okay. I'm with you. It's the Zaniacs uh, Unite. It's the Alec Baldwin one. It's the it's no the fucking
0: way. Incorrect. The shadow was the highest grossing. Really? Like far of the the films mentioned. Yeah, it was in I the 40s, mid forties.
1: I definitely watched that one when it came out. It's I saw it in theaters. I thought, I thought I that check. was I
2: thought that was Ben Affleck. Phantoms Adam. like a motherfucker. <laughs> different
0: Phantom. <laughs>
1: different, different one. <laughs> But I definitely like phantom, watched phantom, phantom, yeah, plural, plural, We're looking yeah. for the phantom singular. Yeah, but I've watched the, the Zane suit. one at least 30 times. I still remember the uh, got milk ads with Billy Zane in yeah. the phantom suit. By the way, RIP
0: Treat Williams, the villain in the fa- in, fa- in the phantom. Uh, oh,
2: man, yes, that's he
1: true. was a good uh,
0: one. Yeah, Headed uh, fashion.
2: Right, so it's so, so Mozart's back. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the phantom. Incorrect. Mm.
1: Yeah, horseshit. Come on, Zaniacs. What what no, are my two? Nobody uh, it. it's Warzone. It Punisher is your war zone.
0: Punisher Warzone made a shade over eight million, which means this is the largest defeat in history, considering my tripling of points. Hey. Captain Cash <laughs> has skunked you with 12 <laughs> points. Yeah, <He's got> 12 <laughs> wow. points. Honestly, Warzone's
1: not that bad. R.I.P. Ray he, Stevenson, yeah, yeah. you are goddamn great in everything you do, and he was good in that. Yep
0: it's yeah all right definitely R. P. to ray stevenson Pot appear in kill the irishman and what yeah. a hell of a fine character actor he is so good i'm shocked that movie made as little one, as it did worth of what the punisher 2004 made which we did on this podcast i
1: i would be happy to do punisher warzone because it is just like It's not like shot for shot, the the Punisher Max comics, but it pulls in a bunch of the Punisher Max stuff, which is
0: quite a bit. Yeah,
1: You know, arguably some of the best Punisher writing ever by Garth Ennis. Also, the boys, Garth Ennis. So, I mean.
0: And he did did Born, right? Which is my favorite Punisher miniseries, which.
1: Also very good.
0: God, if they could just do a hard R show like that, like they do the boys on Amazon, which obviously is impossible now that would be yeah. one of the great things ever made
1: where he's essentially So uh I guess I win. Yeah. Thanks for coming out.
2: Uh, uh we're going to okay. settle this on the moon, Captain Cash. Yeah. mono i mano. I
0: mean, are we not all just going to Captain Cash's house to have a rumble on the moon set of Rumble <laughs> on
1: the Moon set. Let's do it. I'm ready for some wire fighting. You yeah. know what? Definitely. Hang on to it. We're doing it in San Diego. Oh,
0: yeah. Because we're going to Comic-Con, baby. Meet meet us on the moonset, losers. San Diego. So, gentlemen, that brings us to recommendations. Uh, Chumsville, kick us off. What do you have on tap this week? Uh,
2: So, first off, don't watch Superman 4. Go back, watch Superman 2. Um, That movie still kicks ass. Uh, But, no, my recommendation (laughs) this week is a podcast. Uh, it is called Sad Oligarch, and it is done by a guy named Jack Hanrahan. He is kind of like a, a field journalist. Uh, I think I've recommended one of his podcasts before. He did one on the QAnon conspiracy where he was trying to track down uh, the guys behind it, and it was pretty good. Um, I think it was called Q Clearance. So this is his new one. It's called Sad Oligarch, and it covers the recent uh, like rash of deaths in Russia over the last like 18 months of oligarchs and other wealthy individuals that have all mysteriously died. Uh, sometimes their entire families are killed and it's staged like a murder suicide or something like that, but it's clearly some sort of internal power struggle in Russia. And uh, yeah, these guys are kind of dropping like flies. And obviously, you know, it's, it's kind Literally of
1: out of windows.
2: Yeah. Out of windows and stuff like that. And yeah, it's all related to the inner politics of Russia and, and what's going down down there uh, in conjunction with the, uh, invasion of ukraine so it's pretty cool i've listened to the the first episode and uh, i like the guy he does good work and he's got a great voice he's a brit and like he's just he's got a great radio voice so it's a good listen okay check it out. That cool.
0: that's that uh, that that sounds interesting chumzilla i'll check that out bling blake what do you have on tap for us
1: i'm probably gonna seal captain cash's thunder on this one because I went to go see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny on opening night, and it was great. So go watch that. And I'm just going to leave it right there. Cash, you add what you what you want to on that. Um, and then today I took the kids to go see Elemental, the Pixar uh, cartoon, and I enjoyed it. I'm probably not going to buy it when it comes to Disney+. Plus. I'll wait for it to show up for free before I watch it again. Uh a good one for the kiddos. Uh, it tugged at the heartstrings a little bit, and then uh, my third one is that I binge watched all of season two of The Bear uh on Hulu. Um, which uh, Jeremy Allen White is that the guy's name? Am I saying that right? Uh, the lead actor in that that won the I em- believe Emmy, so
0: but I haven't watched The Bear. Because, uh, it's so. great. Season one was fantastic.
2: That's the show about the guy and the monkey, right.
0: Uh no, that's BJ and the bear. So oh okay. he's a trucker who has a chimpanzee for the record, Wait, I thought that was any which way it very, it different. <laughs> very different. That's an orangutan. Also different <laughs> that is a, that is a primate. different
1: kind of monkey, but that's fine. <laughs> Wait, is Ape, the, uh, technically uh,
2: uh oh so is this like the uh the ed prequel? Yes, hundred percent. Oh my uh, god, it's...
0: we didn't even talk about the how the fucking lady from Ed is in this movie, <laughs> she's the teacher. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: Oh, my
1: God. So, yeah, watch the bear. It's on Hulu. Uh, if you haven't watched season one yet, do that. Uh, and then watch season two because it's fantastic. Um, dealing with uh, the inner workings of the restaurant industry, as well as some crazy ass family dynamics and all kinds of, of wild stuff. But uh, it's funny. It's causes anxiety. It's it's great. I love it.
0: All right. Yeah, I've heard very good things. My wife doesn't want to watch it because it it causes anxiety. So it's like one of those shows I'll have to watch by myself and I just haven't done it because there's other shows I get caught up in, you know, warrior just came back, which would be one of my recommendations. Warriors, one of the great shows on TV, which is the Chinese gangland show in in San Francisco in the 1870s, 1880s. It's so good. Uh, Captain Cash though. What's your recommendation?
1: So it's not Indiana Jones. Oh, well, then go see Indiana Jones, because it's been out for a week by the time this podcast airs. Go see Indiana oh, yeah, Jones. It's fantastic. It's so awesome. Go see I, it. I, I, here's my thing. Um, I had a half day on Friday, you know, going into the long weekend. It's fine. I picked up my son, who we've been watching, the my oldest son. We've been watching the first uh, three Indiana Jones movies. I picked up my son from day camp dressed as Indiana Jones. And the administrator said to me, when I showed up, I'm like, hey, uh, I'm here to pick up my son. Uh, We're going to go see a movie. She looked at me dead in the face and said, what movie? Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I mean, honestly. You
0: you, you fired that place, right? Yeah, you don't go there
1: anymore. (laughs) Across the Spider-Verse is a better film. No question. Than Dial of Destiny, but Dial of Destiny is still very good. But my recommendation this week, which would have been my recommendation were I on the Fast 10 pod, Clone High is back. Make a commitment to family. Make a
0: commitment. Clone
1: High (laughs) is back on max, and the entire season is available now. Go watch Clone High, it's great. The new season is also pretty good. It's not like 2004 two, 2002. Good. It's still very good. I'm not going to get clone college. I'm not going to get clone college, but just go watch this for fuck's sake.
2: Yeah. Before they pull it never to be seen again.
0: Yeah. Before <laughs> David Zaslav uh, mines it out to somebody else for peanuts and a Pega mean, I mean a song.
2: <laughs> yeah, like legit here. uh, we don't have a physical release of prey yet, do we?
0: And we're not gonna get one. So Disney, I'm gonna find you in an alleyway too. and guess I what just, I
2: just I just like the, I'm troubled by this between the writer strike and the you know the just the general state of the industry and the way these streaming wars have kind of panned out, like, it's kind of scary when you think about it. Some Disney of this stuff...
0: plus sanitized The Last Crusade. <laughs> not much, but enough for me to notice it and be like, I mean,
2: huh? I thought we I were okay, okay, okay. all in agreement after the whole special edition crap with Lucas that, like, we're not going to do that anymore.
0: Anyways, my recommendations um, I'm going to go see Dial Destiny tomorrow. I have a milestone birthday. Uh so I'm gonna go see it with my dad my kids and, and my wife and I'm super excited because he's one of my favorite cinematic characters and my dad and I saw The Last Crusade together and yeah I'm very excited about it.
1: Fucking Christ what were you six? Oh yeah. I yeah. mean to be fair I just take my yeah. seven year old to go see Dialogues. I mean Stance,
0: I, 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 I was just I love the movies and I went to see all kinds of shit and you know just was, is what it was and that's why I take my kids to see everything now even though they're fairly young and we just go as long as I know it's not going to be too bad. And shockingly, like we've seen everything this summer and guardians three had to be the hardest thing to watch, but thank goodness. Most of that went over their head. The animal cruelty and yeah,
1: guardian three was fucking brutal. It's
0: it's a heavy watch. Yeah. And great, great movie. Don't get me wrong. We, we all loved it. My wife wasn't ready for
2: parts of it. I'll be honest. She couldn't
0: deal with the cruelty.
2: The Animal cruelty. When, when the little when the little rabbit starts repeating things over and over again, it's that's
0: like, that's heavy, man. That's yeah, that's intense.
2: That's intense.
0: But that's why James Gunn's gonna crush Superman because dude can write emotion. Because because you know what
2: he he's like us. He's from the streets.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: yes, yes, that is what <laughs> it is. Yeah.
2: So, and my... he also knows that polar bears are the fiercest yes. hunter in the animal kingdom.
0: Uh huh. Hey, by the way, you know what? Fuck it. The Flash tanked. Go see it because, and I'm going to spoil it now, we get
2: Nicholas Cage.
0: A okay, Superman. okay, okay, okay. Oh, my
2: God. You get, a, you get a mannequin with Nicolas Cage's face CGI'd on it. I've okay, that's,
1: it. that's true. But you know what we get? A Thanagarian snare, snare beast. beast
0: you no! motherfuckers. What? Yes. Yes. I just don't care. Like, like I thought, I love that part of the movie. That's amazing. I love, I love them paying tribute to the history of Superman. I don't give a shit. Like I see people complaining, it's all so disingenuous. Like, well, you know, George Reeves was—he didn't like doing that. It's like, you know what? George Reeves definitely killed himself.
1: Yeah. So and, yeah, I get but it. But it's like,
0: you know what? He—it's—it's it's paying tribute to the to the the it, it's contributions history. he made. To the character.
2: Yeah. Uh what's the uh what's the movie that Ben Affleck plays him in? Hollywoodland?
0: Hollywoodland, yeah. Uh,
2: that's supposed to be pretty good. It is a good, a good movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, that'd
0: be a recommendation. But my actual recommendation uh is Death crap It's a nineteen eighty-two Sydney Lumet film that was adapted from a stage play. It stars Michael Caine, Diane Michael Cannon, Caine. and Christopher Reap. And it centers around a writer, Michael Caine, who's down on his luck and Tempted to murder a young aspiring writer to steal his work because his last four plays have gone terribly.
2: Wait a minute. Um, I, I thought this was a video game with Dana Plato in it.
0: Also that. That's a night trap.
2: Oh, okay. Different things.
0: Gotcha. Uh, so I won't say anything else because it's a very like twisty thing. Um Hitchcockian. But it, it's a it's a small movie because it was adapted from a play and it's a very actor-driven movie. And Kane is great in it. Diane Cannon's great in it. Christopher Reeve's great in it. Uh, you can rent it for $2.99 uh, across platforms. I was just doing a deep dive and I was like, who do, who do I want to watch? And I was like, well, we did Superman 4, so I'm going to watch a Christopher Reeve movie. Because I was also tempted to just go back and deep dive some old Harrison Ford things. So I was torn between Witness and uh, a number of others. And I was like, "No, know what, Christopher Reed, because that's the movie here. So it's nice to see him outside of the Superman role because he was a good screen presence and he was a good actor and he had it. He had the it factor for an actor. So
2: yeah, He never really had a big hit outside of Superman though, no, right?
0: But he's good in this movie, so you should watch it. Yeah. Death Trap. Uh, huh. If you see it pop up, like the picture looks almost like a Rubik's Cube. Uh, so check it out. Uh, now no, remember you can right find on. the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hobson BO Flops. You can find myself on Twitter at Writer T L K. Captain Cash can be found at C-A-P-T-C-A-S-H on most social media. Uh Chumpsill can be found at Chumpsill8 on Twitter. And I say this in all knowing that Twitter may not exist by the time this podcast airs, and we'll have to figure <laughs> that out. And Bling Blake can be found at Bling Blake on Twitter. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And connect with us on social media, probably not Twitter, to share ideas for future episodes. In the end, listeners, Lex Luthor was very right about one thing. Nobody wants war. I just want to keep the threat of it alive. (laughs) And that is essentially the military-industrial complex. Anyways, (laughs) we'll see you next week for our next WTF flop. A movie that inexplicably exists. heartbeeps. It's on Pluto. I, <laughs> I hate
2: you guys. I hate you so much. You could have made the Fast X-Pod.
0: It's not the Don Johnson song, by the way. That's Heartbeat. This is Heartbeeps. beeps. I, again, I hate you all so much.
2: Yes. Andy Kaufman's One Big Shotted Leading Man Status. Did not go well.